Welcome to Two Guys and a Mic, sponsored by Jim and Ten Sports. I am your host, Scotty, uh, joined as always by Matt and Mike. Uh, sorry to our one fan. Uh, well, we've been off for the last two weeks uh, due to scheduling <laughs> conflicts, uh, graduations and birthday parties and a whole bunch of stuff, vacations, all that stuff. So we weren't able to get together to uh, record a video, but we are back now with a whole bunch of uh, good stuff. Uh, we're going to go over uh, some prospects in baseball, uh, kind of jump into uh, some other things that's going on in the MLB. We're going to talk a little bit of football, but first, as usual, right now with the NBA uh, finals going on, we're going to jump onto that. So um, series tied 1-1. Um, and by the way, today is Tuesday the 6th, so tomorrow will be game three in Miami. Uh, Miami managing to take one in Denver, which I was pretty shocked by. I really thought that this had a the the chance to go 4-0. Uh, maybe 4-1. Miami would get one like later on uh, in the series. But the fact that they're going back to Miami 1-1, like I said, surprised me. But really, Matt, it shouldn't because if you think about it, Miami has had a very tough road to get to the finals. And every series, everyone like yeah they're gonna get beat they're gonna get beat they're gonna be- get beat and here they are yeah. they're sticking around so uh what do you think is the reason because they made some good adjustments in game two do you think they continue that in game three or what's your take on it i mean i give them props being the ac i mean nobody saw i didn't see them even getting out of the the second round to be honest with you but i mean per- persevered fought and they're i mean they're here in the finals but i like how they played coming out this game two against denver Eric Sposter made a great adjustment. Look like instead of having Jokic facilitate the offense, which it runs through, you know that's how Denver runs their offense. Um, he let Jokic have his. He's like, okay, Jokic, if you want to get yours, get yours. I'm not going to let you get your teammates involved. I like the perimeter defense. You know, with Gabe Vincent and, and Duncan Robinson came up huge. Um, you know, he had like ten big points in the fourth quarter. Um, it's just they played a good perimeter defense. They didn't allow Jamal Murray to get to get loose. Um, Aaron Gordon didn't do much. Um, Porter Jr. didn't do much at all. I mean, Caldwell Pope didn't – what did he have, like 10 points, 8 points or something like that? Um, I just like how they they let – yeah, they let him get what he wanted without getting his teammates involved. He had like four, four assists, five assists, something like that. So yeah, he didn't. He was nowhere close to that triple double that he's been averaging. Yeah, I mean, he got he got his points in the paint. I mean, he did what he did what he had to do, but it just wasn't enough. And I like the way Miami made the adjustment and took everybody else out and let Jokic get his. So it's pretty impressive game plan. I liked it. Yeah, and and one one of the things I want to discuss too is you know Miami's not afraid to play their bench players so far in this series, no. and I felt that they actually made the difference in game two. Uh, some of the stats so. Their bench went, what, nine for 14 field goals, uh, five for eight mm-hmm. beyond the arc. You know, you add that all together, 14 for 22. Uh, you get that from your bench. You're going to be hard to lose because even if one of your starters are struggling, you get a couple of these guys that are hot off the bench. It's like you just yeah. don't you don't miss a beat. You know, D- Denver's opting to only have three bench. You know, they're running with a with an eight-man crew. Now, I don't think it's the worst idea because, the, I mean, these NBA finals are just dragged out. I mean, they're getting days off in between games, which I, oh, I don't yeah. like. Yeah, it's, I don't it's, like way, it. it's way too long. It's way too long, man. You, you got yeah. between so game I, one I, and game two. Game, game one and game two were both played in Denver. You had two days rest in between. For what reason? Yeah. I mean. There should be no more than yeah, one I day rest. They can't even like play it. back-to-back days. 
But I mean, this is this was Miami yeah. in, in the fourth quarter. What 36 points, 19 possessions, 69% field goal percentage shooting in the fourth. That's the what in the past two seasons, Hot. that's the third highest field goal percentage in the fourth quarter in the finals. I mean, they had a phenomenal that, fourth hey, quarter. They were just you know in everything and ball movement was there. Yeah, they always say it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And they yeah. they came out in that fourth quarter and, and gave it to Denver. I mean, what Denver outscored them, what was it, 34 26, right? In mm-hmm. the, uh, I think it was the second quarter. 30, 34 so in, 34 you know, 25. Miami, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, them coming out and, and doing exactly to Denver, just slightly better. And that's all that mattered, you know, that, right. that three point win, uh, doing better in fourth. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't expect Miami to have another. I mean, obviously, they're not going to have another shooting fourth quarter like that yeah but but that they still can't have some other strong fourth quarters or strong you know second halves so yeah. we're gonna see and I, I i i mean i don't expect their bench to do what they did again but at the same time going back to miami i mean what what, what if miami comes out and just plays just balls out I, uh, honestly home? i didn't even and think i didn't even think if this series goes game. I, I didn't think we, Miami was going to win game seven. After the way that game six in Miami ended, that was a heartbreaker for them. I, I did not I did not think that they were going to go into Boston and just lay the smack down. I mean, they they went in there and they dominated that game, game seven. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So, and the so funny thing, they, they had already booked their flight to Denver before game seven, before they even played game seven. Yeah, talk about having your thinking out for the game. <laughs> Maybe they, you know what? They what might do you guys have seen think? Something I... on tape. They might have they they might have yeah. seen something on tape that maybe they they expect. Unfortunately, I had had to miss game seven. Uh, um, but you know, they. I mean, it wasn't close. And I looked at the stats. You know, which is really disappointing. Yeah. Boston for the fans. Um, yeah, the Miami fans. Boston had the all the momentum right there. Being down, the Boston was down 3-0. Yeah. yeah, Boston's down 3-0. They win three in a row, and they're going back home for game seven. They had all the momentum in the world and came out flat. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Yeah, and, and I do but, want to give now we, – we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Uh, before you before you go, I do want to give the Lakers props. Yeah. Did not they were kind of like how Miami was and expect them to get where they were going to get to, um, even though they got their ass handed to them by Denver, which it, that's the way it should have been regardless. But you know, uh, good for LA. Uh, Laker yeah. fans have taken a lot of uh, shit since LeBron's come over there because you know any team that LeBron's on, it's automatic. Everyone thinks they're going to win the championship year in and year out. So nice to see them uh, uh, do well. But uh, what, what are we going to go at, Matt? No, just saying my uh Miami. Um I mean coaching doesn't get a lot of um how would you say props, you know, the NBA coaching. Um uh, is mainly the players, but I think Spolster with all that experience, I mean, what does he have over over what 10, 10 12 years of coaching experience, high leverage games with the Heat, you know, when LeBron and everybody was there. I mean, this guy he, he's making adjustments and I like it. I mean, I saw this series only going 5 and I saw the Nuggets winning in at 5. Um but I still have it. I still have Nuggets in five, but I mean, if the Heat can continue to make adjustments and 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 just maybe slow down either Jamal Murray or Jokic, I mean, I, I doubt you slow down Jokic. It's more Murray, but I mean, it's going to be a good series. Right now, it's tied up. It's anybody's series, so we'll see. If, if my if Miami can still 
go one on one at home, it this we might be singing a different tune, you know, come the next podcast. Because yeah. you know, if, if you can, if you can keep it two two, and maybe Denver, you know, with the expectations of them being the better seed, the better team, everything, you might actually on you, you might put so much pressure on Denver. Yeah, that you're gonna put yeah. so much pressure on Denver that they end up choking. And Miami mm-hmm. comes out with the championship. I mean, if Miami wins, I mean, I this is this is something that people are going to be talking about for a long time, you know, long, yeah. long time. So, uh, props to them. And then, um, I don't know. You guys want to touch on the 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 Morant situation? Uh, what what are you guys <laughs> expecting? What do you guys think the NBA is going to do as far as that goes? I mean, this guy's a top five. He's a top five NBA player, but at the same time. Man, he's got to quit this shit. I, I I don't understand what some of these guys do now. I understand, you know, they're they some people just have a tougher upbringing. You know, your your, I guess they say you know from the streets or whatever. And some guys have a hard time letting go because you know maybe they're that, you know, friends are yeah. not going to respect them anymore or whatever it is. But like he has to also think like you're a young superstar in the NBA. There's a lot of young kids that look up to you. Okay, now yeah. you're going around now your second up. You're, you're you're showing this gun, doing real stupid shit. You can't be doing that anymore. Like, uh, honestly, if, if I was in the NBA, this is honestly what I would do. I tell him you can't play in the NBA for a year. We're gonna actually ship you overseas if you want to play. You play over there. Get him away from all the shit over here. Get him away from all the BS. Give him an environment that he's not used to. Somewhere where he's not, you know, negatively influenced to do dumb stuff. Make him cancel his. Make it so he doesn't have no social media. You know, make it part of restrictions. You know, you're gonna have to restrict them in that in some stuff. Send yeah. them off, let them get maybe more mature a year, and then bring them back. He's young enough that it's not gonna matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, but I understand the the NBA. You know, they need to sell tickets. They gotta have those names. But you can't be having you know negative stuff like that when it comes to these players. So I, I don't know. Well, we're gonna see what the NBA does it, on that. What, what, as far as that what goes, do you guys think? You guys... as far as them shipping them overseas, there's too much of a liability for them to do. What happens yeah, if he goes overseas? He gets hurt. There's too much of a liability. So this is, At least he's in the to, NBA. To me, it's the same risk no matter what. Yeah, but that NBA and hurt. Whether he's overseas hurt or NBA, he's not playing regardless whether he's on either ones. The, the, the fact is, is that he's, I'm, I'm he's, just, I'm he's just trying be under to save, some kind of monitor. save this young kid from himself. He, they, they need to put him under some kind of monitoring. I don't know, man. It's just... It's hard yeah, to believe. Yeah, they, I, mean, I, I agree with that. It's 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 the situation's ridiculous. Not just I mean, what is this? The third time he had a, he was waving gun on IG live and was a gun in the strip club and it's just it, it's it's ridiculous, man. I mean, this what do they say that um, growing up this guy? I mean, they said he had a good family, good upbringing. Um, this guy's doing the opposite. This guy's pretending to be a gangster. He's already an NBA player. Like you have a contract with Nike. You have a power rate contract. I mean, you have all this stuff, and what do you do? Had, it away? Had, mean, just, uh, had. Yeah, he had. had. Yeah, he had. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know what the I don't know what the Grizzlies are gonna do. Um, I, I see the NBA. I mean, what Adam Silver came out saying he didn't want to to respect to the finals and the players. You know, in the NBA finals, he wasn't gonna release any any info or any. They found new info on the situation, and they weren't gonna release it. So I respect it. Um, Honestly, they should hit him with the arenas, uh, Gilbert Arenas treatment with like 50 games. But I don't know if the NBA is going to do that. You know, that's hit him with 50 games. You know, you're going to take some good revenue away from the NBA and the Grizzlies. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they're going to do. I- I'm yeah, thinking 50 like games. Is, 
Yeah, but this is bigger. I mean, you gotta you gotta yeah. save this young man from himself, yeah. you know. But the yeah, problem yeah, the, but the, here's the other problem. Here's the other problem. If now when he gets suspended, who's keeping mm -hmm. an eye on him? He's just gonna have all that more yeah. time on his hands. That's, that's why I said he's gotta be yeah. under that's some kind of monitoring. Exactly. It, it, it's happening too to much. All that's these, what I'm saying. All the all yeah. these young athletes are getting the money and they're just going out and partying. They don't know how to act when they've got all this money. Sad to say, but go back and look at Henry Ruggs. Dude, you're in Vegas. He has more access to another another vehicle for somebody to be able to drive him. And he wants to go out and drive 100-something yeah. miles yeah, an hour I, I, and kill somebody. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah, no I, reason. I, I don't – yeah, I don't – I don't know if they think that there's not because of who they are and, you know, being a star or just being, you know, in the NFL or whatever, but – Man, it's just mm -hmm. it's just really stupid. You're set up in a way that you that you can't even imagine. You know, the average person would love to live your life, and you're over here just shitting yeah. it away in a bucket. It's just, dude, what are you doing? So, I do wish Morant all the best. We're we're keep everyone updated as news yeah. comes on, and once uh, the NBA announces what they're going to do with that, and then uh, Matt, you were talking about before we started recording, you were gonna you were talking about a little a little trade, a little birdie whisper. In your ear about uh, trade? I wouldn't say it's trade. Uh, a lot of his ex, I've been I've been reading some news. A lot of his ex in the NBA were saying has has the train come to a a stop at the train station with the Boston Celtics and the whole Jalen Brown and then you know Jason Tatum. The whole what has it been six years? They've been together and they haven't got that title yet. So I mean, a lot of his ex are saying that Jalen Brown could be out. Um, they're not going to get rid of Tatum. That's their all. I mean, that's their all star. They're going to build around. Yeah, he's, he's their guy. cornerstone. Yeah, it's their cornerstone to build around. But I mean, Brad Stevens came out saying that you know they want they want Jalen Brown to remain a Celtic. But I mean, he's eligible for the super max up to what two hundred eighty five million. Um, I don't know. A lot of whispers saying that they they're checking the temp around the league, and a lot of people are saying like a little little Damian Lillard trade to the Boston for you know Jalen Brown and some other whether it's compensation or players with them. I mean, that can work out for the Celtics. I, I can see Dame Lillard going over there with Tatum and, and you know, balling out. I mean, Dame, Dame Lillard is a guy that's, yeah. that can get his. Jalen Brown, you know, he's more of that 20 to 25-point average, give or take. You know, Dame Lillard is like that 35-plus point guy that can get yeah. you. He can catch fire, man. I mean, he can get his teammates involved. He's more of the dribble penetrate, kick out, catch fire when he needs to. And, I mean – We'll see what happens, but they said they want Jalen Brown to remain in Boston for right for right now. So, you know, we'll see. Now I'm gonna, yeah, they I'm gonna put you on the spot here, real quick, shit. Matt. Yeah, they do. You being a Kings fan, I don't know if you've heard this or not. Dwight Howard saying he wants to come back and he wants to play for the Kings. Really? No. Yeah, Dwight Howard. I have not heard that. I I saw something about that. It was either hey, or yesterday. Just I just I just need his ass to stand there and give me fucking. <laughs> Eight to ten rebounds, man. That's all. That's all my Kings need. Just a rim protector. Nothing on offense. Just stand there. Give that some guy rebounds. hasn't been. A, that guy hasn't been relevant in the NBA for a minute. <laughs> well, I think he's what he he's played over. He had like he, a good he's five, over Japan six. or something right now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's overseas right now. Dominating, dominating over he's there. Dominating. Yeah. But you know, dominating overseas and dominating in NBA are two totally different. Oh yeah, different no, absolutely. Like, yeah, different. It's two different he, things. He, yeah. he, he's literally. Yeah, he's it's just a name now. Uh, I mean, if you if you go back and look at his stuff, he he's just been, you know, digressing for a while. He's just he's been ass. Real, real quick, before we jump ship to uh to baseball, 
Uh, LeBron to Dallas, or is he staying in LA? He's staying in LA. His kids stay, going to USC. They stay in LA. Yeah, he's in he's LA. not going to leave. I, I, I don't think so. Yeah, they, he, he's on, not going to leave. Depending on where Bronny gets drafted to, they could yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. But his other kids yeah, are, still, they, are also no whoever. Well, whoever I think whoever Bron Bronny gets drafted to, that's where LeBron's going to stay. He's, he's there for yeah, a long yeah. time. He wants Le to, he LeBron. Wants to play LeBron for his son. will go at that point. He the money won't. The money's not a thing. He wants to play with his son. I've said it for a long time. Whoever drafts Bronny, LeBron's going to go to them. He's going to say, "Sign me for a one year vet minimum deal. I just want to play with my son." Yeah. Yeah. And they don't need to sign him to a huge contract. And at that point, him going in and they can yeah. sign him for a vet minimum, that's just going to clear up even more even more money for them to bring in somebody else, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If little, he plays for the vet minimum. minimum I don't know if he's going to do that, but why would he not? But he doesn't yeah. need he doesn't need the money at that point. It, it's not about the money for him. Doesn't have yeah. you <laughs> superstars have you he's seen still trying to get paid, Mike? Say, yeah, yeah, money, no, money. I mean, I, know, I get it. <laughs> yeah, he, he no, yeah, I, I get it. Ain't no Tom, ain't no but, Tom Brady. He okay. don't care about chain. Yeah, okay, but imagine this: he goes, he plays with his son. They bring in somebody else. They win a championship. He retires, and it's his son's first first year in the league. I don't know, but I don't. I mean, that would be awesome. It'd be yeah. awesome, but that's I, I think, if like he's said, willing to would. do that. You know what I mean? It'd be nice. It'd be a nice little Cinderella story, but I don't see LeBron James going to the ball. So I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Crazier shit's happened. So uh, what do you guys think? Yeah. Ready for some baseball? All right, guys. Yeah, so moving into baseball. So we were actually going to record this podcast last night. And one of the things I was going to talk about was I was going to rip into the Cincinnati Reds. They got they had De La Cruz down there in the minors just wasting all that talent. Let me shoot you guys some his triple A stats uh, up until he now. If people don't know, he got called up. He got called up. Okay. He played today. We're talking about his stats from today, but this dude was batting 297, 12 home runs, 36 RBIs, 11 stolen bases, had a 10 31 OPS. The dude was just he he proved to himself enough long enough in okay. A couple days ago, this was their starting third baseman. This was their third baseman stat. This is Gavin Newman. Okay, 73, two home runs, seen RBIs, three stolen bases, 702 OPS. Yes. Okay. These two dudes are in the same league, even though, you know, De La Cruz hadn't seen major league pitching. I don't think it really even mattered. Okay. Now, he made his uh, day today. Uh, obviously, they, they heard me ripping him. So, you know, they wanted to go ahead and call him up before, you know, I could rip him on the podcast. But he sat there longer than what he needed to. But so there's there now this is this is pretty cool. So their attendance tonight was twenty two thousand six hundred and two, which is six thousand more fans than a typical Tuesday night. So clearly they made their way to come up, you know, super high going for one for three. Uh, he reached base on his First three, he hit a double. Uh, he got walked twice. He did. Um, he also scored a run. Uh, they beat the Dodgers. I think it was eight seven. I, I I didn't look too much into the score, but I think it was eight seven seven six something like that. So they get a win up here. Uh, he's he's going to be here to stay. I see lots of all stars, and, and this gentleman super stoked about him. Um, so congratulations to Ellie De La Cruz. And another thing is. 
the Reds are not. They're only they're they're five games out of um, first place. Pirates are in first place. They're, they were tied with the Brewers. Now the Brewers, I do think, are a little bit better than the Pirates, but I don't think that division is all that great. To where I don't think it would be completely out of the question with the Reds bringing up all these prospects and they've been doing good. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's completely out of the question that the Reds sneak in. And they're right there by the end of the season, ready to win that, uh, you know, NL, NL Central. Everyone thought it was going to be the Cardinals. They have been probably the third worst team in MLB. Which yeah, I they are panic believe. mode. I, actually, I picked them to win the NL Central, and they are making me look stupid. So I'm going to have to make a phone call because I, I can't <laughs> be looking stupid like that. So, um, uh, a couple so of another other, prospect I want to talk uh, about. A couple of other odd a couple other odd you stats fucking on ever interrupt Cruz. me like that again you ever Shut interrupt up, me that again i'm gonna fight you <laughs> ellie de la cruz, cruz has the hardest hit ball of 23 at both triple a and mlb at 118.8 he's got the hardest infield oh, system rip him at triple a or mlb at 99.2 miles an hour and he's got the fastest home to third time in triple a or mlb at 10.97 seconds I only took him one game yeah. One game, huh? Only took no, one that's, game. Th- those those happened in those happened in AAA, but they were comparing those stats. Oh in my AAA bad, my bad. No, no. Okay, I understand. Everybody I in MLB. Did... Oh okay. yeah, my bad. But ten yeah, ten point nine you. seconds. Ten point ten point nine seven seconds from home to third base. That's yeah, flying. That's, that's pretty that's damn elite. fast. Yeah, that's pretty damn fast. Um, another prospect I wanted to touch up on that is getting promoted was the centerpiece. Uh, the Juan Soto trade, and that's James Wood. Uh, he just got promoted up to double A. He's another guy that I have been on since yeah. uh, for a while. I think the very first Jim and Tin Sports podcast we did, like, I don't know, maybe 18 months ago. He he was they were asking me about you know what 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 prospects I was collecting as far as cards went. He was the first guy I threw out there. I was all James Wood from the get go. Now his minor league stats, basically he's played what would be considered to me like a full MLB season. So in 553 at bats, he's hit 315, 25 home runs, 123 RBIs, 38, um, stolen bases, 38 stolen bases. Yeah. The kid's only 20. He's only 20. He's still growing into his body. Uh, right now they got him. He just jumped up to the number seven, uh, prospect on the MLB pipeline. This kid is six, seven. Okay. Now they have him listed at six seven, but I keep hearing that he's six six. So we're just calling him six six and a half. But yeah, it's it's enough. really weird because when you think of guys that tall, you don't think of speed. So the thirty eight stolen bases really like jump out at you as far yeah, as that impressive. goes. But he's they, six, they say six, when he's two forty, Scotty. Six six yeah, two forty. Yeah, he's he. Yeah, I know. And and think about it. He's twenty years old, so his body is still technically maturing in, into that yeah. that into that man. So I mean. He's hit 25 home runs of 553 at bats and his power. He could be a 35, 40 home run guy by the time he matures around like, you know, 24, 25 when he, when he, you know, starts to really mature into that body fully. Um, so I'm excited to see what this, what, what's going to come out to him. And I, I think the, um, I understand that the Padres wanted to, to go ahead and, um, you know, that Juan Soto, uh, I mean, sorry. I mean, the Nationals wanted to let Juan Soto go, and, and now Soto. the Nationals have James Wood. Yeah. So, but with the way Soto, I mean, he's been a, he's been hitting a lot better 
the last few weeks or i think the last like three weeks to a month he's he's finally hitting over 300 again but um not for the season but just for that month but regardless i mean what if soto what if what if the nationals just saw some stuff in soto and was just like you know what instead of having you we'd rather have all these good prospects you yeah. know they they got a few, they got a few guys they got a few guys that uh, robert hassel's not a bad player either you know cj abrams so i mean there there's there's some talent to to be had there in in washington so we're going to see how that trade pans out but with the way padres are playing this year i mean who who freaking knows what what they're going to be um mike uh, i know wa- you had wa- mentioned wa- washington washington's going to need to worry about getting another pitcher Stra- strasburg's done yeah he's done he's not going to yeah. pitch again in the ml in the majors yeah, no, he, dude, he's... man, that dude, I, I was so he's collected 105 million, Matt, on that contract yeah. since he signed that yeah. contract, and he's thrown like 30 innings, maybe 35 innings. I think 30, it was. it's 31 innings. Yeah, yeah, they they broke it down yeah. and it was over 200 thousand dollars per pitch. 200 thousand, yeah. <laughs> per I mean, per pitch. The guy, yeah. what is he? 34, right? The guy's been a what? One or 2019 World Series, World Series MVP. He got that what? 245 million dollar contract is he is he done he's done what done. do you guys think he's done, done. he's got nerve damage it, it's Matt, a fall from grace think- man this guy was an elite pitcher dude i mean it, it's yeah. sad to see but the guy did the guy got a world series i mean i would like to see him pitch again but he does play for the nationals but i mean i hope the best for him that he can come back you know and hopefully contribute but he, he was he was dominant when he was healthy he was dominant there's no doubt yeah. about that yeah but I will say I, this I for a number one overall pick and the way he threw in the in college and stuff like that. I I don't think, in my opinion, he didn't mount to what people said he was going to be. Yeah, it was yeah. great. He was a really 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 good pitcher. But man, the hype when he was coming uh, out yeah, of college was, was just it was it was unreal. It was like the Bryce Harper I, I think hype. He had just as much hype like Bryce it. Harper. And yeah, it was. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and and he had that hype, you know. The guy, guy sitting there throwing, you know, a hundred miles an hour and change ups, sitting at ninety one, you know. So there was a lot of hype coming out of him, but you know, think about it, Matt. You know, he he was thirty years old when he signed that contract. So he yeah. so over the course of the last four years, he's only thrown thirty one innings. So even without that nerve damage, he was already having lingering yeah. issues. He wasn't even playing so yeah. so to me at this point he get his body right does he even want to come back you know does he even want to try to come back because it, it it may not be clearly he's probably not going to pitch again this year right so he probably won't come back again no. until next year um he's 35 now next it's year. just I, I i just yeah yeah that's what i'm saying he's gonna be 35 now. a lot of pitchers are still doing great at 35 maybe oh, yeah. just yeah. put him into a closer role maybe a a a, a a long relief pitcher or whatever the as far as his starting games i'm a thousand percent confident that he'll never start another game well this is not uh, just a 35 it's, game, it's so, a 35 year old um, with lingering injuries and, and, then, and lingering injuries since 2019 it, it's bad it's really bad so like you said it may like you say come out of the bullpen make a yep make a relief yeah in there it's i think that's all he can be from now to be honest with you if he does come back yeah but here's the problem is his, what's his velocity going to look at look like too? His velocity could just be terrible. I mean, he could be sitting yeah. between you know eighty nine and and ninety two, and and right now in in Major League Baseball, that about 
15 years ago, that would have been perfectly fine if you're sitting between 88 and 92. You could live there. You know, you can't do that anymore. Not with not with so many guys throwing 95 plus. Your 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 little 90 91 mile an hour fastball is going to look like most guys' changeups. You know, guys are going to guys are going to hit you. They're going to hit you hard. You know, well, you got, there's, you there's only been a throwing, few guys that can really come that are throwing out and, off speed, off yeah. speed pitches that are mid nineties. Yeah, there there's yeah. rarely yeah, pitchers the only that guy that around you. And get Jamie you. Moyer was a great example yeah. of a guy that did not throw hard at all that could dominate. Um, great Shout out to uh, but in an era where guys weren't constant. Huh? Bryce Elder, man. I mean, he's doing it right now. What'd you I say? mean, yeah. A small sample size, Bryce Elder. Yeah. Yeah. But, like you said, there's not many yeah, around but, the world. But I mean, no, it, it just, it just not. It's, it's just. Brian be looking for is a guy that can throw hard with lots of movement. That that seems to be the new thing. Yeah, you throw a lot of movement. You know, throw throw a nidle sinker, whatever the case is. That, that's just what it seems to be going. But um, yeah. Uh, prospect Mike, that you were just talking about. You say uh, <laughs> uh, who'd you say got bumped up, Mike, to Triple A? Uh, Hen- Henry Davis. Henry Davis, the uh, yeah Henry catcher Davis in the Pirates nope. organization. He, he just got yep. bumped up to number AAA one draft pick today. right there too. A number one draft pick. Now I, I, we probably should have. I'm not sure what Pittsburgh is getting from their pirate from their catching position. That's um, what I was looking I, up. They got they've got they've got two catchers right here. One's played 36 games. One played one's played 29. Um, Hedges in 102 at bats is batting the buck 76. Uh, delay okay. in 29 games, 71 plate appearances. He's batting 310. I got to look into it though. I don't know if he's hurt, and that's why he's not playing because I don't understand why you'd be playing a catcher that's batting a buck 76 over a guy that's hitting 310. Yeah, uh, um, you know, they're trying to for Davis to see if he's ready for, for big leagues. You know, because they are in first place, yeah. they're obviously going to want to be making a run. Do you, you know, maybe bring him up after the All Star game? Give him, a, give him a, uh, you know, six to eight weeks right there. Um, and in Triple A, see how he performs. He performs well. Maybe they bring him up and, and hope he can help the the big league team uh, for run at that uh, no divisional titles. So that's going to. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see. I'm I'm excited for that. A really good prospects now, uh, that 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 going on. Um, you know, an- another guy we were uh, talking about wanting to talk about here. I got my notes here. We got Ethan Solace. If you guys have no one has heard of this kid, sixteen uh, year old catcher, um, coming over from Venezuela. Uh, he's in the Padres organization now. Uh, he is now he is the first sixteen year old kid. To play, um, that's, that's insane, man. That's great. Yeah, you know, you know, in, in, in single A since which is uh, Julio Urias, the lefty from um, the Dodgers, but he is the first sixteen-year-old to skip rookie ball. So he's making history there. Now he's mainly he hasn't been doing too too much catching. He's been doing a lot of designated hitting. Um, maybe they just don't want to overload him from the get. Um, yeah. But if if you've watched any type of tape, um, anything on, on him, you know 
this kid is going to be the real deal. I can't wait. I yeah, wait. He, 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 he sure. could be one this of those players. Hitting. He he could be up by 18. I'm Dude, he's he three. He, what is he? He's, he, 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 he's batting he, what? 333 right now? What Slugging a 400, OPS at 945? At 16? Yep. Yep. I'm, yeah. He, I'm telling you, he's, he's going to be the real deal. He's, he's, I could see him. I could see him not next year, but the year after that, his, his 18, when he, well, he just, sorry. You know what? Let me, let me, let me make, he just turned 17. Didn't he? Yeah. When I read that art. Yeah. He just turned 17, but he was 16. I think, what, Fri- made, I think it was Friday. He, he just that. turned 17 on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. He just turned 17 on Friday, but he was still 16 when he made his debut. He he is still the first 16 year old to do that, whether he was close to 17 or not. It doesn't matter. I mean, we could see him as an 18 year old. You know, oh, yeah. I, I think uh, didn't didn't Andrew Jones make his debut as 18 or 18. was he 19? 18. Griffey too. 18. Yeah, I think he was, it was very end of his. Yep. And I want to say Bryce Harper, right? Or was Harper yeah, 19? I think so. I think he did as well, but yeah, exciting times. Um, Jacks, Jackson well, for, Holiday for, base, for baseball for sure. The next a... next couple years in baseball is going to be, it's going to be a good time for these young guys. Whoa, whoa, up. whoa, you, whoa, whoa! I was going to bring up yeah. Jackson Holiday, but yeah, go ahead, Scotty. Go ahead, you can bring him up. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, well, you you take too fucking long, but no, no, I'll, don't let no, me go take go your, uh, <laughs> your time time so you can go. Ahead no, go ahead, man. Oh, no, what are you saying? He's no, just number just, three I, overall presser I, prospect, man. I mean, this guy. This guy's turning it up right now, man. Tearing it up. Go ahead. Let me let me hear what you got to say about him. Go ahead. Another not, no, oh, I was yeah. just gonna say is it's just it's another one of these these sons, you know, by a, by a good yeah. ex league baseball player, you know, coming up. He he's already ripping up. He's like batting like three fifty seven in in high A. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think he's another kid, another player that he he could be up at. 21 and just it, it's another young player that Baltimore has with a lot of promise and yeah. and you know with and Baltimore's the looking good Baltimore's right now already too, playing watch out for Baltimore yeah. Baltimore's looking they've they've hit on these on these draft picks they've been they've been very paid with their guys and um Baltimore could be Fair the enough. new king it, it's gonna be interesting to watch them and the Rays go at it as as the year goes on yeah uh but yeah, I, was just I, about for, to say that. I wouldn't be surprised they, they give I'm looking forward to they him. give the Rays a run um, for their run for their money at the end of the season for that division. Yeah, yeah, I, I still think you know it's the Rays division, but yeah, yeah I think uh, Baltimore is yeah. going to be right there. You know, they're going to be able to see them in their rearview mirror. So we're going to see how that goes. Um, other news: Jacob Degrom, guys, Tommy John, oh, man. he's done. You know, and, and that was one of the one things that um that you know New York was afraid to re-sign him, you know, was because of his history mm-hmm. of, of being hurt. I mean, when he's on the mound, he's 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 phenomenal. I think he's the best pitcher in baseball when he's on the mound. But the problem is, you know, if you're not on the mound, he's never on the mound. You can't, the can't stay healthy. <laughs> yep. What yeah. good are you if you can't throw? Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was he he only pitched 30.1 innings, he got a couple wins. Uh, 2.67 ERA. So he he was he's doing still racked up, you know what, Jacob 45, Degrom stuff. I think he still had 45 strikeouts in 30 innings. Yeah, 
Yeah, and to even Texas without him has, I believe, is the best ERA in the American League, um, if not if not the best, one of the best. So imagine that staff even with the Grom, they could go toe to toe with the Rays just because of their pitching come come playoff time. So um, we're, we're, so we're, we're see how that pan, we'll see how that whole situation goes, but he, he's he's obviously. I mean, this guy's a two-time huh? Cy Young Award winner, man. I mean, what do you guys think? This guy, this is a second uh, Tommy John, man. Two Cy Youngs. I mean, I don't know how, what the percentage is coming back after the second. Is he going to look the same? Is the stuff going to be the same? I mean, who knows? Who knows? He's going to have yeah, a long road ahead of him. He's, he's not he's, getting he's, Obviously, the rest, the rest of this year he's gone, but he's also going to miss part of next year. Yeah, they said late return next year. So, gonna, I mean, who, who knows? Yeah, I was gonna, I was going to say – he probably won't be back next year. To after the All Star break of, yep. So yeah. I mean, it's just it's just one of those those situations where it's like these guys are even because they're so talented. The problem is that they're so talented, they aren't afraid to throw the money at mm-hmm. them. But I I personally would be because it's like, dude, yeah, I'm giving you all this money, but it's like if you're not on the field, you know, I'll, I'd rather take the second best guy that's available in free agency. And is healthy and is going to be on the field to help my team win, over opposed to like, well, what if this guy has one finally has one good healthy season? Yeah, yeah. It, it hasn't. It just hasn't been like that for for Degrom. So, um, another thing uh, we want to touch bases on, on real quick before we move into uh, some segments here and segments in baseball. Uh, right now, the A's are on pace to to break the least amount of wins. And- in, in a season, the 2003 Tigers, uh, 43 and 119 for a 25 win percentage. Uh, here we are, 62 games into the season. Ace have 12 wins, so they, they could finish with under 40 wins. I, I could really see it happening, especially if some yeah. uh people come and I can and and, and uh want to pluck a couple of their decent play, they always do. You what, know, are they on um, pace? what are they on pace for? Yeah. I, I feel bad. I think it's 36, 36 to 38 range yeah. is right now what they're on pace for. It's it's something like that. It, it, either way, it's, it's not looking good and it's embarrassing. And and then on top of that, you're talking about moving the team. Who's going to want you? If you like, I, I, if I was in charge of it, of uh, but who, who's going to go watch this team play other than all the other team's fans? And even at that, they're not going to make. A, they're not going to sell enough tickets. It, it, the owner would sell. The problem is that he's, believe it or not, he's making a profit. He's making a profit because of the bargaining sharing agreement. So what happens is, even though so the A's keep their low payroll, but they get a huge revenue share of all the mer- merchandise and things that are sold throughout MLB. Low payroll, they don't win games. But the owner, who's a billionaire, he still makes money. So as long as he continues to run it as just as a money grab, yeah. it will not go anywhere. They're not going anywhere. And um, a lot of the – I don't know if you guys heard about that, but there's a, now a, a new thing where a whole bunch of Ace fans are now – they're buying and, and these shirts that say sell the team because they, they want them to sell the team. <laughs> You know, yep. and if it, like I understand, I I understand the, the the business point aspect of it is like, yeah, you got to run at the same time. You know, 
what's going to happen if that if that agreement cuts down? What if they cut down the percentage of, of what the A's get? You know, as far as um, you know, uh, merchandise sales and, and things things like that. So we we shall see. We shall see how that goes. Is there a but, way? You know, is there a way I, I that bad. MLB can step in? Uh no, no, they can't. I don't think so. No, they can't, dude. Um, no, they can't. And in uh, other news, Luis Reyes, man, you guys think he's gonna hit 400? You guys think he's gonna finish the season 400? As of today, no. he finished uh, no, no, another no. Uh, two for four. So check this out. So right, right now, through 62 games, batting 401. Right. Listen to his last four games: five for five, two for four, three for two for four. So he's 12 for his last 17. Now that against the A's Royals. So he's facing shitty pitching. You know what I mean? But it doesn't matter. You you play your schedule. You, mm. you go about it. I I think because I'm into the season, I think he has a chance to if he doesn't bat 400, I I think he can't keep his average over 380 though. Do you think three? I think he cools off. Yeah. I think he cools off, and he's gonna be. I think like three six three. Yeah, I was, was gonna say three sixty three seventy. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at, or I'm thinking. He went two for well, four I, today. I, His average I look went forward from three ninety nine to, to four hundred one. Yep. Well, only takes a couple hits, and as long as he's being facing yeah, that pitch, takes and and um, if he takes yeah. a couple, if it takes. What if he goes in a slump and he goes 0 for 10? His average is going to drop down to like 390 just right there alone. Now mix in some other games where he goes 1 for 4, 1 for 5. Yeah. 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 No, no, I, I get what you're saying. As the season progresses, if he can keep it around that around that 400 mark, he can afford to have a bad game because he's going to have so many at-bats that it won't yeah, he'll have more really at-bats. negatively affect his batting average. So we're, we're see. We're, we're going to we'll come back to this at, at the All-Star break and and we're gonna see we're gonna see where here's the other question and, if he and, continues so to, if his back continues to stay hot I, like this I, I, do they, I told you do people start walking him uh, nah because he's not hitting any I mean, home he's, runs he's, he's not, not hitting no power. runs he's not driving he's in a bunch on. of runs he's just getting on yeah. no he's not and he's not and he's not yeah he's just getting on so what's the difference between him getting a hit and you walking him either way he's getting on base yeah better I'll take my chances you have a better chance to get him out than you do like what you guys are saying yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, one other um, thing, real so quick, the segment that we, didn't, we th- talked about. Hold on, one one other thing that we didn't talk about, and I think we all missed it. Aaron Judge going on the injured list. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Did not yeah. hear about that. What happened? To him? I heard it was uh, like, his. Uh, it was with his toe. Or no, so it's his. It's his toe. Sprained right toe. Uh, big toe. Uh, this goes back to the catch that he made in L.A. when he crashed through the wall. Uh, I give him a couple weeks. He'll probably just be off. A so it's a, it's a short term. It's, what is it's it? The ten, ten day. Ten day. Yeah. But yeah, he'll he'll be fine. He'll he'll. I be mean, it, it, that that's an injury though that could linger around too. Yeah, I mean, it it can it can. They're just, but at the same time, it's you know you, you gotta well, you gotta lick your Mets wounds. Should, I mean, Mets should be used as a to professional it. athlete. You're always. <laughs> it just seems like you're always hurt. Yankees should be used to it. Judge and Stanton are always hurt. Yeah. And let me. Uh, we're talking yeah, about prospects. Just, yep. Let me let me get to that. I, I I want to talk about the Yankees now. Let's talk about let's talk about our Braves. What hey, do you guys you're, think? You're about you're about two hours. No, 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 no. 
No, we gotta we okay. <laughs> we skipped this guy, and we're all Braves fans here. We didn't even talk about AJ Smith Shelburne. I mean, what drafted seventh round, yeah. twenty twenty one. I'm excited. He's gonna seven doing starts, it. bro. Seven starts in between what Rome, Mississippi, and Gwinnett only allowed four runs in thirty three innings. This kid, I mean, he, he came out of the minors. Dude, he came out of the bullpen that game against Diamondbacks. But he he would have two and a third, no walks, three Ks. I mean, he looked electric, man. His, his stuff looked. Look good, and it was a it was it was a high high T situation. I mean, what were we down a run or two just to keep it for two and a third, just to keep it like that? And you know, Eddie Rosario ended up hitting that grand slam, you know, in the in the ninth. But I mean, he looked good. I don't know. I just want to ask you guys: Is he? Are we moving too fast on him? The kid's only twenty. I, I don't know. He's gonna get a start upcoming again. I think against the Nationals, I believe. Uh, Friday. Friday, yeah. He's, he's, he's taking Soroka's spot in the I rotation. Think, I just want to know, are we moving too fast with it? My 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 opinion is the Braves have look, the Braves have always taken chances with young pitchers. They've always taken a chance with young pitchers. Yeah. Always done really good at, at developing young pitchers. And I think they're pretty good about I think it was a good call to send Soroka back down. He he clearly needs some more time to Get back after being awful years, you know, and, yeah, and, and bring tuning. him in and little tuning, yeah, yeah. And given the injuries, up, and the Braves have Max Freed out, yeah. Given the injuries to the Braves rotation, that's why he's up here already. If Freed's yeah. healthy, Wright's healthy, yeah, he's not. He's not up already. I, I honestly, I, I, I like. I, I see where you're coming from, Scott. I just would have liked to see yeah. maybe another two, two to three more appearances out of the bullpen. Before he gets a start, but I mean, hey, I'm I'm not managing the Braves. I mean, it, it's their call. It's the organization's call. It's Nitz's call. So, I mean, yeah, they know more. Well, I, and me, I so. think it's a good team we'll for him to pitch against too. I mean, the Nationals aren't, yeah. you know, they're as average of a of a lineup as as you can face in in the MLB. So, I mean, it's not like he's he's mm-hmm. facing you know the Mets lineup or the the Phillies lineup or something like that. He, he's going to face the Nationals. Well, so he I think came, it's, it's he, a good. He just came in, but he just came in and faced the faced the the Diamondbacks. Uh, the Diamondbacks. They're the number two yeah. team right now yeah. in the National and League he, behind the Braves. He retired seven out of eight batters. I mean, one through one through seven, he retired. Man, I mean, that was impressive. For his first game appearance in the majors, it's the Diamondbacks. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna but see. We're, now look at this though. The next Diamondbacks podcast, one we'll, we'll come back on this. Much, yeah, I was say that's a much different lineup than say one through seven from the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. But it doesn't matter. I mean, a winning team is a winning team. You're doing something yeah. right. If, yeah, no, if, for if sure. Winning games. So I mean, and like we put, they brought him in in a, in a high pressure situation, and he he didn't bat an eye. He was he was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I don't Matt, if 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 the if this is too big for him, I don't think so. Because that's that situation would have been too big for him. And he, he came in poised and he looked good. So I, I think and here's the thing, if he right now, I think you just, just keep him in the rotation and and when free and and um and now, Kyle Wright, before he even went on the injured list, he didn't look like the Kyle Wright of last year. He he looked he looked a little no, no. iffy. And there's no timetable. You know, there's no timetable for Wright's to return right now. Yeah. So he might just take his his spot in the rotation permanently for the rest of the out and, and he pitches well. 
you know, we're, we're, we're find out. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to this uh, uh, next week and, and we're going to touch on, on, we're talking, we're, we're, we'll talk quite a bit on that game. But, um, yeah. One of the things yeah. we talked about, we wanted to do. Yeah. So one of the things we wanted to do was we got three little, we're going to debate on right now. Um, you guys obviously know it. So uh, this first one is going to be, is it time? Okay. And the first, I'm throwing out there. I'm going to take one team from the American League, one team from the National side. Okay. Okay. So we're starting with the Mar- Seattle. And now, uh, at this recording, Seattle is 29 and 30. They're 10 games back in their division. They also only have a plus three run differential. So they're they're not doing Julio Rodriguez. Does not look like the Julio Rodriguez of last year. Now, He's here's not. the problem. Yeah. It's no, not so much like, oh, they can't turn the season around. It's who they're chasing, okay? They're chasing Baltimore. The they, Yankees, they won tonight. They're 30 Houston, and 30. Houston, Toronto. Baltimore, yeah. Okay, 30 and 30. Okay. Now, they're chasing four teams that are just playing out of their mind. All four of those teams are really good teams. Okay? Now you've dug yourself in a hole. So not only do you have to play well above 500 ball, you have to also play better than those four teams that talked about okay mm-hmm. what do you guys think is it time to panic or is it still too early in the season i think it's time to panic man okay fine mike mike you go first i i don't think so I, i'm i'm looking here at the teams that are ahead of them i don't think so uh angels i hate to say it they always fall off the angels always fall off every single year that's one team right there out of the way. Do I think that they're going to make it all the way into the wild card? No, as, as far as Seattle. But I do think that until late in the season, they're going to hang right around that fringe range where they're only about four games out of the wild card. I don't. I don't okay, think it's time for them to panic. They should panic. And it's, and it, I what right now? All star break. <laughs> is, it, is the same situation come all star break? Mike, are you panicking? Not panicking? What five games out of the wild card? Yeah. Okay. If you panic, what do you do though? It's not rocket you know, science. Sucker. No, I, I, I don't think they should sell because they're, they're, they're a young team. They're, no, they're, they're young. Can't. Can't. They're, they're young. They have, they, they have no reason to sell. Their pieces, are, yeah. Their pieces are there. So okay. So Mike says not panic. Matt, you are saying not it's yet. time to panic. I'm I'm saying it's time to panic. You, with that are, division, I, I even with the expanded playoffs, I don't see. I don't know, man. I don't see it. I I just don't. Yeah. Especially that. What are they? What are they last? I, in the I, division? I, no, yeah, Oakland's last. Oakland's last. No, in the division. Well, no okay. the A's. If you want to count that the AAA A's. team, if you don't want to count the A's, yeah. But I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, like Scott said, everybody's underperforming. I mean, Luis Castillo's doing his thing. I mean, just these other guys with Logan Gilbert. I mean, their ERAs is just their pitching staff is not is not cutting it right now. I mean, offense isn't there, not showing up. I mean, you can't be lagging ass. They're already ten games behind in the division, so it's like how far can you get behind? Yep. Yeah, I I think it's kind of panic. But like you said, what are you going to do? You can't sell. Division's already it's 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 out of the question. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. They won't win yeah. the division. No. no. That's why. That's why I said they're going to stay right around that four or five game mark out of the wild card. They will not win the division, though. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. Opinion is is it's is time to panic, and the reason I say it's time to panic is because of the team teams that are are, are ahead of them. Um, now they are chasing Houston, who's yeah. in their division. Um, what if they lose games to Houston? You know, that, that, that takes that team out of the equation as far as you passing them. Um, the Yankees yeah. now have been playing better than them with all the injuries that they've had. What happens when they start getting healthy? They're going to be even a better team. It is going to be hard to chase them. Baltimore, I already have them them penciled in as, as a team that's going to make the playoffs uh, come wild card. Uh, you had the Blue Jays ahead of them, who I think is a is playing is obviously playing better than they are. Um, I think it's time to panic if I'm Seattle. They, they needed to, they really needed to jump off to a strong start. A lot of people had them go, going to the World Series. The season starts, and and that's that. I don't even see that happening. That let alone even make the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so yeah. So, me and Amanda panic, Mike. You're you seem pretty confident. Not time to panic. Not so yet. again, we yeah we're we're touch bases on this way way later in in, in the year and and see how things are going. Now we got over to the National League. We got another pick that a lot of teams were picking to to possibly make the World Series. And that is the San Diego Padres, uh, twenty-eight and thirty-two. Now they, now their road is not as bad as scenes back of their uh, division. Four games back with a wild card, they have a plus twelve run differential, which we all knew would be too too crazy because obviously they have fence to score runs, but they didn't have to. Be, everyone knew pitch staff was not going to be there to to to. Um, to, to in, in low scoring games, that, that's not their pitching yeah. staff. So, um, we're Matt, we'll start with you, you on this one. Time to panic, not time to panic. No, I, I, I don't think it's time to panic. I'm just gonna say it's it's underperform, it's underperforming, and the underperformance is what makes me want to say panic, but no, I, I believe they have the team. But they're just underperforming right now. I mean, what the third highest payroll in Major League Baseball, like what two hundred fifty million dollars? I mean, you're paying these guys to get wins. That's the way I see it, and, and it's just not something hasn't gelled in that lineup with Bogarts and Machado and, and Tatis, and you know, just everybody there. It's just it doesn't make sense. But like you said, the, what are they? What five games back or something like that? Um, I don't think it's time to five panic and a half yet. games back. Five and a half games. Yeah, I don't think it's time to panic yet. No, I, I think they ride the ship, and with that right. talent, that, that that team's too talented to to panic on as of right now. It's not even the All Star break, and we'll see after the All Star break and see where see where they're at and gauge the temperature there. But no, I don't think it's time to panic at all. And, and Mike, your opinion? I I agree with Matt. Um, as far as it goes, it's not time for them to panic. I I'm looking at. They're four and a half out of the wild card right now. Um, three of the teams ahead of them, including the second place wild card team, are under on runs. They're all negative run differential. Yeah. Philadelphia is a negative 30. The Mets are a negative 14. And Miami is a negative 29. Pittsburgh, they've cooled off lately. I don't think they, they started hot for the year. And right now they're only four games over 500. They're 32 and 28. San Francisco's 30 and 30 
are they going to continue staying 500 or are they going to fall off? I, I think San Diego, it's They're not time for them to panic. Team. Do they need do do they need to go out and get a pitcher? Absolutely. Yeah, sure it up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a, in agreement with you guys. Um maybe not panic, but armpits are starting to get a little sweaty. Underperforming. I'm getting a little yeah. nervous. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm yeah. getting a little nervous, you know what I mean? But they have the lineup that can get hot at any given time. And I got to mean, once that lineup gets hot, they're, they're going to be fine. But like what Matt said, yeah, you, got four stars, still you got four stars in this predicament. Well, yeah, like yeah. Scott said, it, these like top four said, were projected to be like studs. I mean, these guys are studs. You project these guys to fucking hit out of their mind. And it's just something hasn't gelled. I mean, I don't know if it's team chemistry or, or what it is. It's just something's not clicking. But I mean, like Scott said, once it happens, yeah, you, it, it can be look, pretty scary. Yeah, I mean, you got four, four guys at the top of your lineup that can, that can all put hundred plus batting averages and twenty five plus home runs. I mean, that's oh yeah. I mean that that's that's unheard of. You know what I mean? So but we're, we're see we're see if they, they catch fire. Or maybe this is just an experiment that just is not going to pan out. And you know the mm-hmm. question is, what do you do after that? You just traded away all your young pieces for Juan Soto, so you know, in hopes that this was end up getting you over the hump, you know, get past the Dodgers. And now here we got Arizona out of nowhere, you know, playing great baseball, young good team. The Dodgers are always going to be the Dodgers, and they got a lot of young talent. They're going to be good for a long time. They got a lot of guys coming through this system uh, over the next. So right now. They probably need to figure it out this season. I agree with you. They they could use the arm, but after trading all their pieces away, they don't have much to trade. They got so nothing what do you do? Yeah, I got no ammo. Yeah, got no well, I'm, I'm looking bats. at I'm looking at San Diego's. I'm looking at San Diego's upcoming bats? games. No, can't do that. You can't. You can't. Do you that. got a bat that's in the lineup multiple times every single game versus a pitcher that's one out of every five games. No. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I guess you guess. But uh, I'm, I'm looking at who they have coming up. They got a um, good chance. They got a good chance to make up some ground. They got three games against Colorado, three games against the Guardians. After that, they got three tough games, though, against the Rays. Then they play the Giants for four games. And then you got the Nationals for another three and the Pirates for three. So yeah, they yeah. got they got a, they got a chance to, to probably make, up make some a run. Right there. Yeah, which is yep. now. They better get their yeah, that's head their time to make a run. Now continue to play. If they they only play five hundred ball during ball. that stretch, they're in mm-hmm. trouble. Yeah, they're then in trouble. If they only play five hundred ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely going to have to play at over a six hundred or a, over a sixty win percentage uh, during yeah. that time. So um, it's getting close to do this last be- baseball segment real quick. Um, so yeah. this one is. Would you or wouldn't you? And th- this one is a really good subject to, to touch on. Um, so this is going to be the Angels. Okay, Angels are sitting 31 and 30, nine games back, five games back, back a wild card. You will not – Shohei is not re-signing. Okay? Shohei is not re-signing. He's 28. He's third in home runs in the American League. Uh, he's third and he's got a 3.3 ERA, you know, he's six in RBI guys. And then obviously you have Mike, Mike, Mike Trout signed the 12 year, um, deal. He's 31. Um, he signed that back in 
19. You know, at the time, it was the richest contract. For the Angels, okay? And you're not winning with these guys. You haven't done shit with them. This experiment, another experiment that should have worked, for some reason it didn't. Do you sell these guys right now and just get an absolute massive, I mean massive haul? If I am the Angels, I owe Tani to the Dodgers for bunch of those top 100 prospects then, then i would turn around and i would trade t- trade as well just let them both go these guys have these guys deserve to be in the playoffs you're wasting time i mean what's the point of keeping otani when he's not going to resign with you and you he's can not. i mean no god them the the what you could demand for otani it's a good thing you brought up the Dodgers. My question. So you guys have have my answer. Dodgers have seven prospects in the top 66. Now two of them are catchers. Now two of them are catchers. Are you going to take two catchers? Probably not. No, no, no. But would it be bad to say give give me four of those guys? You got four. They got four guys in the top 50. (laughs) <laughs> I'll take them all, but okay. So you guys obviously have have, have you guys obviously have my answer. If I'm the Angels, it, you're, it's, you're it's selling Otani. You're selling Otani for these guys. Otani and do and do right by Mike Trout. This guy yeah. has been a, a cornerstone of your organization. The guy does not bitch. He goes out there. This guy's a five tool player ever since he's came into the majors. Do right by him. Get this guy on a on a on a team that he deserves. Like Scott said. Deserves a playoff run, man. This guy, he, he's gone through it all, ups and downs, injuries. You know, the, the guy's not getting younger. Just just get that guy on a good baseball team, man. Do right by him. That's the way I see it. Yeah. Mike, what do you, what do you think? What, what's your take? So so me and Matt are also in agreement. You trade both of them, okay? Mike, what, what do you think? Hey, you, you trade Otani for sure. As soon as you're out of the wild card race, you're selling for sure. You have to. Mm-hmm. It, they didn't do anything before they well, had Otani. They're not out they of the race. Anything... They, no. they, they didn't do anything no. before Otani. Yeah. They're not doing anything with him. So you got to get what you can because yeah. Otani's gone at the end of the year regardless, no matter what. You let him walk and get nothing for him? Yeah. You got to get assets to start your rebuild. Here's here's the other reason. Yeah, you do. No, and I, and I agree with you. I mean, What's the point of keeping him, not making the playoffs, and not getting? Here's here's another reason you why lose every Dodgers exactly. is because you lose every way. Well, no, no, the National League. Okay, you don't have to face them. Okay, number two, mm-hmm. um, um, a foreign from Japan, you keep him in the L.A. area. Okay, okay, it's just L.A. You keep him, you keep him comfortable. You you do him some justice with that. Because the Dodgers are going to have the payroll to this dude is signing a five hundred plus million contract easy, easy. Because if you yeah, really I saw think it was about like five hundred, he's going to demand or something like that. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, he, he'll be he'll be the highest paid ever. Going to demand, yeah, because he he's he he's in my opinion he's he's a top seven pitcher in MLB and he's a top ten hitter. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna have to pay him at both positions, both positions. So 
you're going to have to sign him to a contract as, as a regular fielding player, and you're going to have to sign him a contract as your ace pitcher. Okay. I I really think if I'm the Dodgers, I I, 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 I pick up the phone, I call the Angels, say, hey, what's good on this? We got what's good on it. And they, they may even they may even demand, you know, and a major league uh, starter as well. If I'm the Dodgers, I, I throw him a pitcher. You just get, you get, and then you're you're adding to that lineup with his bat. So you don't don't lose anything and gain any. Well, you know what? No matter what pick gave them, they're they're gaining a little bit of better mm-hmm. pitcher, but then you're gaining another really big bat in that lineup. Um, yeah. And I would love to see both those guys get traded. So, um, you guys got. Uh, you, may, you may have said it, but I didn't hear. You may have said it, but I didn't hear. Where, you want to add where do you to that? Um, you send Trout to the ahead. best package you can get, whether or not. I think was whoever's offering the yeah. best package, that's where you send You're looking for highest bidder, bro. Highest bidder, 100%. No, but by doing right yeah. to him – because of what he's I mean, done well, for the organization, do you let him choose? That's more trout. That's more trout. They got to do right by. I'd yeah, see. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Because he is at the end of the season, regardless. So I, I think, I think for oh, that, yeah. you send him to a team that. I mean, no team is gonna. I don't think any team really calls for Otani that doesn't plan on really making a real run at re-signing him because you're not going to give up all these mm-hmm. prospects for him, but. I mean, think about it. Think about what Otani and Trout, as far as real talented prospects, can bring you if you trade them both. Yes, I understand they both sell tickets. The fan base is probably going to be super pissed off. But at the same time, give it three or four years and then see how mad your fan base is when you guys are sitting there no. kicking the shit out of, you know, because you 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 completely, you know, revitalize your, your prospects. I got a question. Do you think it's too far gone that all these MLB owners are like, it's gone to this point, all-star break is coming up, let's just not give up any prospects for this guy? Because you have, you have to bleed your your farm for this guy. Your farm is gone pretty much, mm. I think. Right? Then it's like, if, why, if why I'm trade angels, all these I, pieces? I, no, I... And, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Why trade I, these pieces? I don't know. I wouldn't give them up walk? for peanuts. Exactly, but I mean, if a team's going to trade for him, isn't I mean, there's no guarantee to sign that he's going to. What the Nationals get for Soto? They got four prospects. Shitload, yeah. Okay, so they got four prospects. How many prospects is it going to take for uh, Otani? (laughs) The whole Dodgers or uh, fucking farm system, all seven. It's right. gonna take. I mean, it's gonna take five, a lot. But like I said, it's gonna be a, five prospects a and a veteran. Six prospects and a veteran. It's cast consideration. Something. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. But, we'll see. All right, guys. Well, I I hate to call it right. I, I got to yeah. call it right now. I do got to get going. And things I got I got to do right now. But we're touch football next week. We'll make sure we touch on some football. I know we didn't get a chance to this week, but um. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, uh, the NFL everyone listening, thank you for thank you. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you for joining in. Uh, we got next week. We're doing as far as what we got planned. Uh, we got some big things planned for the NFL uh, coming up. Uh, 
on this big things. podcast. Big, big things. Yes, for that stuff. So with that said, uh, you guys, um, listening, listening, appreciate you two guys, uh, your input on everything. And we will see you guys on the next. Thank you.